Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Medicinal Monday. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And I'm Dr. Benjamin Alter. And we're both naturopathic doctors who support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming optimal health through whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. So today on Medicinal Monday, we're back from our kind of week off spring break, feeling good, got a little sun, um, spent some time outdoors in nature. And today we're going to be talking about the topic of nutritional powders and what we call food-based supplements, quote-unquote. So this was uh, brought up just uh, today in our plant-based and stress-free Facebook group, which, by the way, that's where we record these Medicinal Monday episodes live. So if you're not in plant-based and stress-free, of course we are with our plant-based and stress-free community right now, but feel free to join the group if you're not already in it. Yes, for those of you who are live right now, make sure you say hello, let us know you're here, and remember that you can ask questions along the way as we are live with you today for this Medicinal Monday. Yeah, so I think a great place to start, unless there's other announcements, no. Are we doing announcements before or after? We've got some announcements, so we'll do them at the end. So stay with us for a couple announcements. (laughs) Um, So I think the most important place to start is probably what we would call our green powders, right? Um, That's, uh, I think, you know, oftentimes we talk about green powders, green powders, and we've got in our recipe guide, you know, a scoop full of green powder in your smoothie. And there's tons and tons and tons of quote unquote green green powders on the market, on the shelves in the health food store and whatnot. Um, So yeah, we like using green powders, but not just any ordinary quote-unquote green powder. Um, So let's talk about our favorite nutritional green powders. Yeah, because we get this question all the time. What's our favorite green powder blend? Yeah. And the truth is we actually like to make our own green powder. Yeah. We like to buy the individual ingredients and mix it together in a huge mixing bowl. And then we end up with about three pounds of our green well, powder mix that depends we Depends on how much we make. Sometimes, you know, we're putting more than a pound each. It's true. Yeah. So we end up with a lot <laughs> yeah. of green powder yeah. that we store in our freezer and we take it out in batches as 
we use it. Yeah. Um, but the main ingredients that we like to put. In well, let's talk about why we do this first. Okay. Um, because when you go to the, you know, there, like we already said, there's hundreds of different green powders on the shelves. Uh, but most and most of them are pretty good. But the good ones are pretty expensive. That's like the first point, right? And then a lot of them, even if they're expensive and good, have a lot of uh, green ingredients that are good. We like them, but they're not like the best for in terms of nutrient density and detoxification benefits and whatnot. They're so, not. They're not superfoods. For example, you know, you'll have like kale powder and broccoli powder, which we love kale and broccoli, and we eat kale and broccoli. I, you know, some of our favorite vegetables, of course, those cruciferous veggies. Um, but when it comes to really getting the most nutrient density and detoxificating compounds, um, there's other green foods, green vegetables that are great to get in that kind of extract formula. Yes, that are more nutrient dense. Yeah. Yes. So the ingredients that we like to put in our green powder, mm -hmm. uh, we always like to have spirulina powder, which is actually an algae powder. And we love spirulina because it is extremely detoxifying. It's high in many minerals. It's high in iodine. It's one of those minerals. It's high in protein. High in protein. <laughs> Along with all of, I, I mean, that's just one of the things that is touted about spirulina and some algaes. But remember, Protein is found in all plants. Yeah, but specifically, we really like spirulina because it is so detoxifying, along with barley grass juice powder. Yeah, along with wheatgrass juice powder. And another great um, green powder that we use often is moringa. Uh, moringa has, has a lot of a long history of traditional use. Um, so those are four good ones. And then honestly, a fifth that we, it's been a while since we've thrown this in the mix, but I really love nettle leaf powder. Nettle leaf powder is one of the most nutrient dense foods or nettle leaf is the one of the most nutrient dense foods. And when, when we lived in the Pacific Northwest, we would, uh, this time of year, in fact, um, the springtime and uh, summer, we would go harvesting nettles. Um, and I would do that if I could, but the next best thing is getting nettle leaf powder and putting that into the mix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we got a comment here that says, but spirulina has such a strong flavor. Oh, it's, yeah, true. it's true. It does. But when you blend it into a mix with all these other green powders and then you blend it into your yeah. delicious smoothie with all the, the sweet fruits and everything like that, the flavor mm. really isn't very overpowering. And so that's our taste buds opinion but most people who might have it for the first time would say oh this doesn't taste like the green powder i'm used to mm -hmm. um so it probably is something to get used to and you don't need to have spirulina in your green powder of course like you said Susanna, it's one of the more detoxifying uh green algaes because of its ability to bind onto heavy metals specifically um but yeah it's a good one it but, is a good one. But we we recommend that you don't just spoon it into your mouth. <laughs> you can mix it in other good foods that blend well. I, I know some people put it on their popcorn. 
spirulina yeah I, i've heard of that too yeah um but yeah so we'll either uh we'll do equal parts of three of these powders or equal parts of five of these powders yeah. or four of these or powders. unequal parts <laughs> there's it's really a rough science but but um and yeah, what were you gonna say but really what i was gonna say is uh how do we use these powders well we mentioned briefly smoothies that really is one That's of it. the easiest, best ways to consume these nutritional powders. I and mean, really, we consider smoothies to be such an amazing opportunity to just jam pack the nutrient dense foods into one meal. Yeah. And honestly, I honest, I honestly really like the green powder just in water with lemon as well. I think it's like one of the most invigorating, hydrating things. So if I'm feeling... Um, so generally, like if I'm feeling kind of tired midday, I'll do a green powder liquid pick me up and it's, it really does do that. Um, so, uh, yeah. Is there a preferred amount of these things? Well, like I said, it's, it's very rough estimates and how we create this, but generally we get a pound of each and we mix it in a big bowl. And then each morning, usually it's like a heaping tablespoon into the smoothie of the mix of three or four or five different things. Um, of course, if you want, if you're if you're sensitive to the spirulina powder, another thing that you can do is do like less of that, maybe a half a pound of that to a pound of the others, um, or you know two parts of the others and just one part spirulina. Um, but yeah, that's that's the green powder story. And honestly, we like back to the original kind of genesis of the question we we make our own because quite frankly um it's cost effective and there's not another one on the on the market that really brings in all of the most nutrient dense green powders and we've been playing around with the idea of like people are always asking always asking which green powder which green powder and really we should just make one and make it available to people who want the Alter Health Green Powder. <laughs> and so maybe we'll do that someday, but it's quite a big thing to, to take on. But for now, and, we encourage that you make your own, and it really yeah. is so easy to make your own at it home. Is. It is. So yes. that's kind of the green powder thing. And then the other powders that, of course, are good nutritional powders that we're referencing a lot are what we put into the class of like the vitamin C powders. Yes. Yeah. So what we mean by the vitamin C powders are these are dehydrated fruits that have been um, powdered to be easy to consume in that way. But they the, the difference is that they are actually whole foods that have been dehydrated. It's not some kind of isolated vitamin C right. powder like, um, you know, an emergency packet that you pour into your water. Where this is just, still real whole food. Yeah, where, where it's just ascorbic acid or potassium ascorbate or something like that. Um, so the reason why vitamin C-based food powders are so superior to ascorbic acid or some vitamin C capsule or something like that is because vitamin C um, acts synergistically along with other bioflavonoids. So a lot of products actually like Ester C is a product that has vitamin C, ascorbic acid, plus flat bioflavonoids. So it's trying to recreate the natural form that vitamin C exists in nature. But, you know, that's probably the next best thing. But the best thing is just go to nature. And when we're going to nature for our best sources of vitamin C, we find 
Camu Camu, I think is at the top of the list in terms of sheer quantity of vitamin C. Um, but then there's uh, uh, Amla Berry, Amla, pow- Amla Berry Powder, or what's the? Indian Gooseberry. Indian Gooseberry Amalaki, um, an Ayurvedic kind of herb, fruit. Um, so that's another good one. And then there's Sea Buckthorn is really high in vitamin C. Rose Hips, even though that's not really powdered, that's like Rose Hips Tea. What is, what's the other vitamin C powder? Acerola cherry. Yes. Yes. So these foods are extremely high in vitamin C. And because of that synergistic effect with all the other bioflavonoids and other phytonutrients in these whole food powders, we absorb and utilize the vitamin C much more efficiently than we would just taking a vitamin C capsule, vitamin C supplement. And vitamin C is really important. The reason why we encourage people to include these vitamin C powders on a daily basis is because vitamin C is extremely important for your immune system. It's a very important and powerful antioxidant. It's really important for collagen repair, collagen production for your skin, hair, and nails. So the recommended daily intake of vitamin C is only 65 milligrams Mm -hmm. and that is literally just enough to prevent you from developing scurvy which is vitamin c deficiency but the fun interesting fact is that humans are one of only a few mammals that don't biosynthesize our own vitamin c Um, so when we look at other mammals who do biosynthesize their own vitamin c they make a lot of it and studies have been done that suggest if humans were to biosynthesize their our own based on our body weight we would be making something like five to ten grams or no i think it's more than that i think it's like 15 to 20 grams of vitamin c so we don't recommend that you shoot for 15 to 20 grams of vitamin c that is a lot but we certainly need a whole heck of a lot more than 65 milligrams and what we do recommend that you shoot for is what like one to three grams um, at least a gram of vitamin C. And it's it's actually in our world today hard to do that without going to some of these quote-unquote superfoods like amla and acerola and um, camu camu, which all, by the way, have kind of a, you know, uh, a, tart a, a tart, pretty dominating flavor. Yeah, so again, these work really well in smoothies. Um, Honestly, it's the only thing I've ever put them in. Um, And also, you know, rosehip tea. If you don't want to put powder in your Mm. smoothie, you don't want to eat smoothies, uh, rosehip tea is a really lovely way also to increase your vitamin C. I know some people mix it, mix uh, amla. I think if if we were to pick one of these vitamin C powders, I would I would suggest amla because amla is multidimensional in its in its ways that it benefits beyond just the vitamin C content in the amla. Um, so I know a lot of people mix amla in other in like green tea or black tea. I think maybe you've heard people put in their oatmeal, which might change things up a bit, but you can experiment. Yeah. That's the whole point of this. It should be fun and creative. Yes. So we got our green powders. We got our quote-unquote vitamin C-based powders. And I know the next big one is mushroom powders. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else before we get to mushroom powders? No, I think that sounds like okay. a great next I'm, I'm sure maybe something else will come to my mind. And maybe we've got other questions in the, in the, the group here. But yeah, mushrooms. So why mushroom powders? Yeah. Well, we... I've well, gotten really excited about mushroom powders. We have. 
but I guess my, people are probably curious about like, okay, well, if I eat mushrooms, should I still eat or take mushroom powder? And we love to do both. I mean, we have been eating a lot more mushrooms almost every day, maybe at least like four days a week or something, or maybe one or two meals a week we'll have mushrooms. Um, so, and then we, one or two meals that we prepare and then we eat a lot of leftovers. That was my <laughs> point. But in addition to that, we like to take mushroom powder in a mushroom drink almost every day. I took, um, on our spring break, I took a week up 10 days or so off of my mushroom drink. And I really miss, actually, I kind of forgot about it at the end of the trip. <laughs> but this morning I was back at it and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this is good. Yeah. So we love our mushroom powders because mushrooms, interesting fact, all mushrooms actually contain immune boosting polysaccharides. Um, so whether, you know, we're talking about reishi and other fancy medicinal mushrooms here, or just your go-to white mushrooms that you buy in the grocery store, they all contain these uh, these beta D glucans, these polysaccharides that are so good for the immune system, immune modulating, uh, which means it helps to balance the immune system. Uh, but different specific medicinal mushrooms have their own unique healing properties as well. And we like to include a little bit of all of them, but individuals can also pick and choose which mushrooms have the healing properties that would most benefit what they're working on in terms of their health goals. Yeah. And I would say that a lot of these, you know, more medicinal mushrooms with more phytonutrients, they all really benefit the liver, like reishi specifically is a really great liver um, health supporting food-based supplement. And a lot of these mushrooms, well, well, actually mostly reishi. <laughs> reishi is one that is kind of inedible. It's it's not tasty at all. It'll make you cringe like crazy, but you can mix it into things in its powder form and it's tolerable. It's much more tolerable, especially when you make a, a delicious mushroom drink with chocolate, cacao, <laughs> um, and a couple dates is uh, kind of the well, cacao, dates, hemp seeds, spoonful of hemp seeds, and the mushroom powder. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so, warm water. Yeah, in hot water. So uh, not all mushroom powders are created equally. Also, um, uh, if you want a deeper dive into the science of mushrooms and medicinal mushrooms and mushroom powders, there's an episode on the podcast. Wish I had the number, um, but I'm talking with um, a guy who's been in the mushroom industry for decades and um, a lot, it tur turns out a lot of the mushroom extract powders that are available on the market are what is called myceliated grain, which is less of the actual medicinal mushroom, um, but it's kind of like cut with uh, just, ref just grain that it's grown, that the mycelium is grown on. Um, so anyways, we recommend real mushrooms um, uh, as a brand. <laughs> That's the name of the company that makes high quality mushroom extract that are ex extracted in hot water um oh yeah and the, the podcast yeah this is the alter your health podcast yes <laughs> for those for those uh facebook group members that have not uh listened to our podcast yeah. so you you have listened to the podcast because you're listening to the live stream but it's recorded and put in a little in a long thing um 
uh, you can find it at Alter Your Health. Over 200 episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so mushroom with mushroom powders. powders, you know, again, we we drink it in our mushroom drink, which, yeah, I, I saw a comment. Sounds gross is actually totally delicious. Yeah. It's really like a hot chocolate drink. Um, but other people, I've also seen it being mixed into some kind of healthy desserts. Uh, anything really soup. with cacao. Oh, yes, soup. You soup. can you can add it to any kind of soup. savory soup. Or your broth. You know, you make a vegetable broth, stir in some mushroom powder, and you got more of a mushroomy broth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mushrooms, I'd say, are definitely more versatile yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in addition to the big three categories here of, like, the green powders, the, um, the vitamin C-based powders, and the mushroom powders... Um, like we, we already talked about cacao powder is like something that of course is more a desserty thing, but it's totally a nutrient dense thing. And for people who are chocolate lovers, it's a really, you know, you can put a scoop of cacao in your smoothie, a scoop of cacao in your mushroom drink, of course, and, and these sort of things. Um, and then there's all sorts of other herbs that can be got that can be um that that we have in powder form that we can get in powder form and we can of course you know consult with some herbalist or naturopathic doctor who is versed in this because there are some interactions with other medications and whatnot to be um, aware of but it's a great way to add flavor and nutrients and health benefits to um, a smoothie or to a meal. Um, I guess really when it comes down to us and our lifestyle, we're usually adding these things to smoothies just because it's so easy. And, you know, you can put a little bit in and you don't even notice it, but you feel it. Mm-hmm. That's my experience at least. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't get into the other kind of culinary herbs that also have medicinal properties because we have a separate episode on that. Mm -hmm. But in general, one of the big take home messages from this episode that we'd like to convey is that, you know, we really don't talk that much about supplements here at Alter Health. Of course, we talk about vitamin D and vitamin B12. These things are, you know, important to take. But Mm -hmm. in terms of other supplements, um, you know, we, we really get all of our vitamins and minerals, except for the two that I just talked about, from whole plant foods. And so when we're talking about how we can actually bulk up nutrient density, rather than taking isolated nutrients in the form of capsules, we can actually get much more nutrition from these whole plant foods that have been dehydrated and just dump them in our smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So there are a couple uh, more things on the comments that have been brought up. Maca is another one that we use often. It's really great for harm- hormones. Maca is a root that is like a food slash herb. Um, there are tons. There mm-hmm. are tons of herb slash foods that can be that are found in powder form, and it's really just a more convenient, accessible way. Because let's face it, I've I've never had fresh maca. Um, but it's like, as I understand, kind of like a beet slash potato. It's a root vegetable. It's a root. Yeah. And so just briefly on maca, maca is really known as a reproductive well, tonic. Yeah. It's really good for uh, reproductive when, health. When people say that, 
then it gets like this fem this female women's health uh, uh, stigma or not stigma. But, I don't know uh, about that. It's also known to support libido in men quite a bit. Thanks, but it's <laughs> it's got it's developed this reputation, not stigma. This <laughs> reputation of being like just for girls, uh, but maca is really great for all humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes. then. Pea protein. Oh my gosh, how did we forget protein powders? Oh, oh yeah, it didn't even <laughs> cross our mind really. Oh, we did forget <laughs> protein powders because it's something that we absolutely do not recommend really ever. If anyone needs protein, what they need more than protein is food. So anyone with any sort of protein deficiency generally has a food deficiency. And with very few exceptions, you know, some people might have maldigestion, malabsorption of nutrients and might benefit from having some protein that's better absorbed in like a powder. But for general health, no, 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 no. We should not be overdoing the protein. If we do, we can actually develop problems related to our kidneys and shortened lifespan. But of course, not all protein is created equally. And Getting protein from peas is like, or a pea protein powder is going to be completely different than eating a steak every day or something like that. Uh, but long story short, with protein, we don't need more. We don't. We thrive, in fact, on a lower protein diet. And all of the science in the world on longevity uh, points us in the direction of eating low protein diets, low, but not deficient in protein diets. Um, so, Generally, no, 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 no protein powders. Yeah. 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 So we actually have a page on our website, the Medicinary tab, where we list out a lot of our favorite brands of a lot of these products that we mentioned today. So you can check that out if you're yeah. interested. Um, but I think we're wrapping up today's yeah. today's episode. So just a few announcements. Today we've been talking about how a lot of these powders have detoxification benefits. And it's one of the ways that we like to support that ongoing detoxifying lifestyle on a daily basis. Yeah. But when it comes to detoxification, mm-hmm. we also like to do a really intentional quarterly cleanse. Dr. Ben and I personally like to do this. Yeah. And so that's why we created the Alter Health 10-day food-based cleanse. And our next cleanse just happens to be starting up next week on April 11th. Yes. um, And we've got our first pre-cleanse meeting happening this Friday. Um, So if this is something that is sparking your interest, um, come on in. You can find out more information at alter.health slash cleanse. And it is a 10-day food-based cleanse. And it's also a great opportunity not only to Uh, jumpstart detoxification pathways and break through uh, stubborn health, you know, plateaus and whatnot. But it's a good way to kind of just press the reset button and uh, do so in an intentional way, like you said, so that we can continue our whole food, plant-based eating and detoxifying lifestyle and a good intention on a good intentional foot. And even though we eat 99% whatever whole food plant-based we still love the quarterly cleanse as a way to just you know take out the trash it reminds me of um we were driving through a neighborhood yesterday and there was a bunch Mm. of there was a bunch of trash on the curb and we're like what the heck is going on not just bags of trash but just like junk there's a bunch of broken furniture (laughs) there was a bunch of junk broken furniture on the curb i'm like 
what's going on around here? And I learned that um, it's it's like a quarterly junk pickup. And like the, the town, the city comes by, sends the dump trucks or whatever and picks up your junk. So it's kind of like that. We all accumulate stuff in our cells, in our body. And this is like the quarterly junk junk pickup. Yes. So if you're interested in joining us and we hope to see you there, you can head over to www.alter.health slash cleanse. That's enough about that. That's enough about that. If you're looking for more ongoing support to really support you in achieving your health goals with nutrition and mind-body medicine, you can also check out our Thrive on Plants program. But I think that's all we have for you today. Until next time, peace and love and stay healthy, stay hydrated, stay happy. Bye for now.